Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean. Welcome to another Father Market episode of the Father Market Protocol, son. Girl. When I say son, does that offend um, the female populace that listen? I hope not. It is not my intention. It's just it's a New York thing. What's going on, y'all? How y'all been? Now that we are uh, living in this this epidemic, it's an epidemic. No, not the opioid epidemic, which has come to pass long after the uh, crap, crack e- epidemic, which was highly ignored by the, the lamestream media. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the epidemic of harassment and uh, sexual abuse that keeps keeps coming out, son. Every day, there's someone new. You gotta think to yourself, have you ever harassed her or him? I wonder what the original, uh, the, the definition of harassment is. And more, not just the, the definition, but the, um, the origin of the word. You know, I, uh, oft times, uh, I'm... Interested in how a word comes to be, uh, you know, of a word or, you know, whichever. Just leave something, um, something curious because when you look at the word harassment, you see, you see ass in there. You see men. You almost see her. Um, just something that always, uh. Has had me curious. Uh, I believe it's called. Is it etymo- et- etymology? I think it's the etym. The etymology is the origin of a word, and so I'm always um, curious about the the word harassment. Um, anyone else? Does anyone else have that? Um, have that? Anyway, before I dive any further into this episode, we'd like to make sure you subscribe, comment, like, tell a friend. Yeah, she ain't tell a friend about this this here podcast, this this thing called Father Mocking Protocol, yeah? Yes, yes, that's what I will say. Uh, tell a friend about the Father Mocking Protocol. Call your friend up right now and tell them, hey, yeah, she, yeah, listen to this guy, Gene Edwards. He's, he's, uh, he's a funny young lad, and uh, he really has a lot to say. Check him out on the Father Mocking Protocol. Then they'll say, what? The who? Say Father Market Protocol. You know, people I find, I found people have found it hard to, uh, to say Father Mucker. <laughs> Which is funny because Mucker is, is so easy, I guess it rolls off the tongue. But when, uh, you know how many times, where was I? I was just in, I was in Albany recently. Shout out to the entire Albany, um, Funny Bone staff, as well as uh, the crew up there at the Funny Bone, um, the audience as well. Albany is a wonderful um, city, especially when it's not too cold out. It was, it was, it wasn't as cold as I thought. I was afraid it was going to be brick, so I was pleasantly surprised that we stayed hovered in mid forties, low fifties. Cause you you know you know you never know you never know what you're gonna get when you go upstate, and for all New Yorkers upstate all all people that live in New York City upstate, is further than uh, Mount Vernon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was joking about that, but it's true. New Yorkers that live within the five boroughs. Feel like anything past the Bronx is upstate. You tell somebody, yeah, I'm going to Mount Vernon. Are you going upstate? It's, 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 that's the North Bronx. Mount Vernon is, is North Bronx with, with some nicer trees, you know, and, and a few more driveways. But it's the, it's the same. It's all the same, man. You know what I'm saying? Charlie Murphy says, it's all the same, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, so um, I went up there. Had a great time with this six shows. Oh, you know what's funny? I think I mentioned to y'all uh, that that a a, a a newer a newer comedian 
Um, and when I say a new newer comedian, newer than me, right? I don't want anybody getting offended that I say new Jack. And they're like, man, I've been doing this for seven years. You're still a new Jack to me. Just like I'm a new Jack to Chris Rock, right? <laughs> I'm not his peer. He can always, somebody could always look at someone as a new Jack. I mean, technically, shoot, Kev's a new Jack to, to a lot of cats. That doesn't mean they can surpass them. Doesn't mean they don't become your peer. But uh, there, there's also something to be said about um, rec- recognition and name. And, uh, you know, not only time in. Because you, you can be a comedian for, say, five years. But then you move to New York City and your five years might count for two or three. I'm just being honest, right? It might, if we give you that, you know, um, that's, and that's with anyone, any major uh, graduation to a, a larger city. Now, obviously, there are, there are going to be exceptions to that rule. There are going to be cats that, that surpass the class and, and move to, excuse me, move to New York City or L.A. or, you know, some of the major, um, major cities. You know, I just had that conversation. I was explaining, uh, I think to my wife, uh, I was explaining. And then also to, um, to someone, was it the manager at the club? No, actually, my, my doctor, I had to go get a physical because I hadn't had a physical in a couple of years. So I went and got a physical. I'm I'm healthy, y'all. Don't worry. I'm good. <laughs> um, but I was explaining, you know, that uh, here's what it was about. It was with regards. Janet Jackson, right? Janet Jackson's on tour. Just learned that uh, from friends upstate that Janet is not going to Rochester. Right? She's not going to Rochester she is, she is, I believe, going to Buffalo, right? And so I explained, so um, I explained to, to the missus that, you know, Rochester, New York would be considered a, a B city, right? Maybe even a C city. And that's not, no disrespect to the rock. That's where, shoot, that's where I started this comedy career, son. But people have to understand that, a cities people just use it it's it's nomenclature it's it's just labels if if you feel like your city is an a city then gosh darn gosh darn it it's an a city to you but when it comes to touring and such like new york city's an a city um philadelphia is an a city atlanta georgia uh, the washington dc these are eight cities. Um, Chicago, Houston, Dallas. Some sometimes you have multiple A cities in one state. Some states are fortunate that way. Uh, Los Angeles uh, is an A city. Uh, um, you know, San Francisco and Oakland. Those are A cities. They kind of combine. Like San Fran and Oakland combined. But but here's how you break it down. Like as as a any any sort of touring act, <clears throat> whether you are a comedian, whether you are a musician, singer, um, you'll, you'll hit a cities if you have the drawing power, right? So for instance, Janet Jackson, we were discussing Janet and Janet is going to be in Buffalo, right? Now, Buffalo, I ain't going from Buffalo. I might look at as as really a B city, but because of its geographic location, they get A city acts because Buffalo is in the western is in western New York. It's the westernmost part of New York State, uh, and so if a concert goes there, you're gonna get people from Toronto that are gonna come. You're gonna get people from. Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, and just Pennsylvania going to come. Niagara Falls, both the, the New York side and Canadian side, Niagara Falls. People are going to come from Rochester. People might come from Syracuse. You know, Syracuse is, is I guess, a B-city too, 
you know. Um, and so with regards to we were talking about Janet Jackson, Janet is is she is going to be in Brooklyn this week. I got to tell y'all about I got 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 to let y'all know how that's going down. So Janet is coming to New York, the Barclays Center, right? Now, she's not going to hit the garden on this go-around, right? Some some might say, well, is Brooklyn a B-city? Brooklyn might be considered a B-city in comparison to Manhattan, in comparison to New York City, right? But they have a, ma- they have a major um, sports franchise in, in the Brooklyn Nets. So still, it's an A-city, but... Most people, most people, I know, me, I want to headline the Garden first, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course I want to headline the Barclays Center. But the Garden's been there longer. The Garden has more of a rich history. You know, the uh, the Barclays Center has only been open for a handful of years. But it's still it's still a wonderful venue. Trust me, I'll, I'll go wherever y'all, y'all let me headline. You hear me? Um... So yeah, so so Janet is touring. Um, Janet is headlining the Barclays Center this this uh, this Wednesday, November fifteenth, the year of our Lord two thousand seventeen. That's tomorrow, right? I'll, I'll let y'all know how. So boom, she she's she's playing there. She's not playing the Garden. Now, some might say, well, well, for instance, I told I talked to my boy uh Mark Theobald yesterday, and Mark was saying, he was like, Why are Janet? Jan-? He was like, Janet's touring. I'm, nah, I'm surprised. I thought I thought she was finished. I was like, damn, Mark. <laughs> Is she finished? That's Janet Jackson. That's Miss Jackson if you nasty. Come on, son. But I also I know she went through a moment. She went through a dip where she was she went from playing the garden consistently every time she toured to playing Radio City. And as I've spoken about times many times prior, uh, you know, sometimes that's that's the detriment to being a a worldwide pop artist, you know. And you can be a popular uh singer and uh, singer, singer, dancer, rapper. Um, comedian, but the problem, the, the, the biggest detriment to being a pop artist or one of the biggest detriments is being, being such a successful pop artist that you, you've worked hard, you know, to, to ascend your way. Let's take, take someone not, not born into musical royalty, like, like Janet was, you know, cause Janet came up in a, in a musical dynasty in the Jacksons and the Jackson five. Take someone, I don't know. Uh, who, who's a, who's a is it Blake Shelton maybe, you know, or an artist of that of that ilk, right? That um that came up. Look, we'll even take it DMX, right? DMX, you know, used to used to go around Yonkers and New York City battling cats, battling everybody, right? And next thing you know, he uh you know his first album drops. He becomes this this phenomenon. So he goes from, you know, um, an underground artist to, you know, signing with Def Jam, guesting on LL's four three two one. Next you know it's dark and hell is hot and get at me dog and. Uh, a couple other singles. He drops that album. It goes multi-platinum. He drops another album six months later. Also goes multi-platinum. And this dude now is is um is headlining. Was it was it the Hard Knock Life? Listen, I'm 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 skewed because I'm older, so I don't remember everything. But you go to playing your own. Concert tour. Hard Knock Life was Jay, was Hove. Um, I think X was on that tour, but he wasn't a headliner. But eventually he wound up headlining his own tour. DMX headlined the Garden, I'm sure. Um, now that's the ascension, right? That's the ascension of, of your artistry, of, of artistry meeting commerce 
and you going from from underground cat to headlining cat to to headlining arenas. Sure, look at Marshall Mathers using him, all of them, all of them. Now, M, I think Eminem could still probably sell out because uh, you know M, M is a different monster. And he's a white cat in hip hop, and Eminem also will will help a lot of people that are are not necessarily for or from the culture feel like they're getting a taste of the culture, an authentic taste of the culture because M did come up in hip hop, and so Eminem probably could still I think he could still sell out. You know, y'all let me know what you think in the comments. But I think Eminem could probably still headline and sell out um, a st- an arena, a stadium. Like, like I don't know if M could still sell out Yankee Stadium solo because he. I think he did that with Jay. I think he did that with Jay and maybe Rihanna, right? But because that's. Here's the graduation. You go from playing clubs, holding wall clubs, holding, you know, a hundred, a couple hundred to, to, to maybe the mid of like 500-ish to a thousand and then doing theaters where, where you're playing in front of 12 and 1,500 uh, <clears throat> seat theaters, you know, uh, to then playing... 5,000 seater, seater, 5,000 seaters, <laughs> 5,000 seater arenas, 5,000 seat, uh, that's funny, <laughs> that's, that's funny to me, so like, for like, okay, so the Apollo, right, the Apollo, the world famous Apollo Theater, that holds, let me see, that holds 1,506, uh, seats, right, so, if it, like, if I'm working hard, I want to I want to sell out the Apollo first, right? Because Apollo, fifteen hundred seats, that's not bad, right? All right, so then you got the Beacon, right? The Beacon is like let's see, twenty eight ninety four, all right. So that's like double the Apollo. So you go from fifteen hundred seaters to uh to three thousand seater, right? Uh, a Beacon. Let's see, Irving Plaza. I'm just looking at some of the joints in in New York City, right? Irving Plaza, a thousand. 1025, right? So you have a choice. Do I want to do I I can't sell out uh the Beacon yet, but I could do a show at Irving Plaza. And maybe if I do Irving the first time, the next time I go out, let's say we want to we want to go uptown and do the Apollo, right? Cuz that's a couple hundred more, but not too many more to where you keep the demand uh growing. Right, like Webster Hall is fifteen hundred seat as well. So, so if you're if you're a headliner, you can say, I right, do. I want to do Webster Hall or the Apollo. Maybe I want to do the Apollo if I'm an if I'm an act that's going to get a lot of people from the BX and uh, Westchester, um, and also the five boroughs. Webster Hall, you might play if you're you're an act that um isn't going to get people from uptown, but you're going to get a lot of people from the city, from Jersey, right? Uh, so then after you do the Apollo, after you do Webster, you graduate to the Beacon, you, you hit about 3,000. Now you say next time you come out, boom, all right, I think I can, all right, we had, we had, there was a high demand. We were, so we sold out quickly. Um, we had, we had the ad shows and we sold out two shows at the Beacon. So boom, all right, I want to do, I want to do Radio City next time. Is Radio City available? Radio City is a 6,000, 6,015. So, uh, that's 6,000-seater, right? Still not daunting, and that's still... I don't know. If, for those of you that have never been to Radio City Music Hall, it's a beautiful theater. It's beautiful, has a classic feel, um, without feeling st- too too bougie, too staunch, too tight, right? Whereas, like, a uh, a Carnegie Hall, right? Now Carnegie Hall, Carnegie Hall's. <laughs> let me see. Well, here this is interesting. Carnegie Hall doesn't doesn't list how how many. That's how bougie Carnegie Hall is. <laughs> Carnegie Hall does not say 
what their seating capacity is. I'm actually, I'm annoyed at Carnegie Hall's seating capacity uh, listing not being just a given. Look, I I actually just typed in Carnegie Hall seating capacity, and look, you gotta you gotta click. It it still doesn't say it's it's there. It's a feat to to find out how many. You know what? That actually, I'm actually pissed off now, man. How many? Now I gotta actually, I gotta I actually gotta type in how how many seats does Carnegie Hall? Wow, everybody else. Uh, accommodated and roll with it. How many seats does a Carnegie horse have? Have uh, let's see. I mean, some uh, see. Was it worth the search? Carnegie Hall, two thousand eight hundred four. So, if you're gonna play the Beacon, you can play Carnegie Hall. But from what I understand, because I think Mark actually. Mark of the Theobald clan actually did Carnegie Hall with Tracy. And uh, and he said there were a bunch of, a lot of rules, a lot of rules and regs. So I think you do Carnegie Hall because you want to, uh, because you, you want to, you want to be in the books, right? Why wouldn't you? I, I, I want to. Out of all the theaters I named, let's see. I, I'm not sweating Webster Hall or Irving Plaza, but I messes with the Apollo. I want to do the Apollo. I want to do uh, the Beacon. I want to do Radio City. I I I would I will do. So let me stop saying I want to. What I will do. I will do the Apollo. I will do the Beacon Theater. I will sell out Radio City Music Hall. Huh? And I will do Carnegie Hall just on some, hey, I did it, make mom proud, make mom and dad proud. You know what I mean? Uh, but mainly, I want to do the garden. And then I also want to do Barclays. I will sell out the garden and I will sell out the Barclays Center, right? Those those are the joints that you want to do. You want to do, you want to sell out the biggest venues. And the, But when you get to a level where you're selling out the garden, well, you're selling out the Barclays. When you're going overseas and selling out the O2 Arena. When you're selling out these these arenas that that have hold twenty and thirty thousand people, and like Madison Square Garden capacity is twenty thousand seven hundred eighty nine, right? That's that's uh that's the I th- as a matter of fact, I think the Garden is is a little a little bigger. Than um, than the Barclays Center. If if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, right? I do believe that it it slapped by like two thousand. Yeah, see, Barclays is eighteen thousand one hundred and three, and the Garden is is uh, is what? What did I say? Is twenty thousand seven hundred eighty nine. So to the but that also now that's the the full capacity when you. Like, if you're a comic, you're not going to... Unless you do it in the rounds. Like, I think Dane did it in the rounds. In the rounds, for, for those that don't know, performing um, in the rounds is when you are in the center of a venue, right? When you're, when you're smack dab in the middle of a venue. So, um, you know what? Westbury, Westbury Music... Center Westbury Music Hall, if I'm not mistaken, that's uh that's that's one of those theaters that the stage is in the center and people are on all sides. So you actually have to you kind of have to keep spinning. You gotta spin because you don't want your back to uh to anyone for any long extended period of time, right? So this is how it comes from theater, theater in the round. Um, let's let's see what the actual Theater in the round or arena theater is also called arena theater. Is any theater space in which the audience surrounds the stage areas. That is the further market protocol for today. I just taught y'all school y'all or something, son. <laughs> I don't need no assistant. I do it myself. Theater in the round or arena theater. It's arena theater. Why am I yelling? I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I, I could stay down here if you all... If you'd prefer, I can sound like Ken Knip. <laughs> that was always a funny voice on Eminem's earlier album work. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's when the audience surrounds a stage area. So, so aside from Dame, not a lot of comics have have sold out, have literally sold out, um, the garden where there are no seats available. Because usually, what happens when you perform? Um, you have the stage and so you have, you have that back quadrant, like almost a, a, a semicircle behind you of seats that people are not sitting in because those, those seats are, are darked out or just black, um, cause they can't see. Usually the, the stage is in front of them. Um, last time I saw Cat, when I went to see Cat, I, I noticed that, uh, that there were there were seats behind and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So anyway, uh, as as you grow as a performer, you want to sell out the largest arenas. But what winds up happening is at some point, as as you ascended, you also have to descend. And so at some point, you're not going to be as popular. You might not want to even do those those giant uh, arenas. You know, especially as a comedian, as a comedian, comedy is intimate, man. Comedy is intimate. Um, comedy, I think the perfect size arena for comedy really is like a 2,500 seat. Like the Beacon. The Beacon, like a 3,000 seater is probably perfect for comedy. Um, because it's still, it's still cozy. Still everyone is... It's kind of on top of each other. Once, once you get in that, in that seventy five hundred and better space, that's when that's when you start. You know, people can't hear you, can't see your facial expressions. I mean, you might you might be a monologist, and so facial expressions don't matter. Radio City Music Hall is is uh, it's 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 deeper. It's deeper, like a lot of auditoriums, like the auditorium theater in Rochester. I think that might hold. I think that's probably, geez, that that can't be more than three thousand. I want to say that's probably like a fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred seat arena or um, theater, Auto, auditorium theater, Rochester. Let me see. Let me let me let me see what what we come up with, man. Rochester Auditorium, right? Let's see, how many how many seats is uh Rochester Auditorium? Oh, see, I always thought it was called the Auditorium Theater. What do I know? Rochester Rochester Auditorium Auditorium, hey, Audi Auditorium, uh, Rochester Auditorium. Yeah, let's see. Uh, built as a Masonic temple in 1928, this elegant space now hosts touring Broadway shows. Now that's the thing with with most most um most Broadway shows. Uh, how many seats? How how many? You know what? People should know that people are gonna ask how many how many doggone seats these places uh. These places hold how many seats in Rochester Auditorium? You know what? I'm really getting sick. Okay, just before that 2916 seat. Okay, so 3,000, right? 3,000 seater. 3,000 is enough. That is enough people to come. And if 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 you play, if you play large. Cities, if you play A cities, you can always find 3,000 people that are going to come see you. If you play B cities, then you could always find, they they talk to people in A cities that are going to say, yo, did you see Dean Edwards? Yo, he was hot. Yo, when he comes to your town, go, so, so boom. So next thing you know, you go and you play the B cities, the the the, the Buffaloes and the Rochesters and the C cities, you know. Um, someone like Janet she was in her prime. Nipplegate happened. Next thing you know, she got bumped down from doing the garden at 20,000 seats to doing Radio City. So, you know, you go from doing, you know, that's an ego bruise. You can't tell me it's not. You go from, 
You go from doing 20,000 to doing the Nearly a quarter of that is 6,000 seats. So now you got to sell even more tickets or do multiple nights. It's got to be ego bros. It's got to be. But for some people, it's not. Because, like I said, if you are a... Uh, comedy's smaller. Comedy's not a big spectacle. Like like a, like a, a music act is. You know, with the exception of, of, of obviously, Kev... Most most comics aren't doing pyro pyrotechnics on stage and flames and and flying through the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's 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 for musical acts, you know. And so musical acts are gonna do all that. And, and so comedy, if comics, if if a comic is finding their skin, actually, if anybody's finding their skin, you should be happy. You can go to any city and and, and sell out. Uh, whatever size venue you you're playing. Look, I I was just in Albany, and I think the capacity for for the all look. If I I checked everybody else's, so let let me see what the uh Albany Funny Bone, how many seats? How many? How many seats in the Albany Funny Bone? I don't know if it'll say. Uh, does it say? Yeah, I don't know about comedy clubs. If comedy clubs will say, but I'll say say three fifty, say four hundred, right? And on I, you know what? I just realized I never got the numbers, but probably the most we had was between two fifty and three hundred, um, in per per show. I know we we were. I know there were lines. <clears throat> I think I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday night. There were lines every night except for Sunday, obviously, because Sunday's slower. <clears throat> but uh but I know Saturday night we had we had lines like when the first show ended. No, Friday night, Friday and Saturday. When the first show ended. So I think our early shows on uh on Friday was uh the late show on Friday and the early show and second show on Saturday were like the were, were packed like two fifty three hundred. I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm good doing doing the clubs. Obviously, I want more. Obviously, I want to go in and, and and sell more more tickets. But in the meantime, that's why I'm playing those clubs. And and then the trick is the way you build up your following. You keep going. You keep hitting these cities, and then eventually you go from selling, selling say selling out. You know, one show to selling out three shows to selling out five shows. Like, for, you know, I'm going to I'm at at Gotham again. Harris and I, we uh, so get 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 your calendars open if you're in uh the Denver area. Yeah, if you're in Denver, uh, at the top of the year, at the top of 2018, your boy Harris Stanton and myself, we will be at the uh at the Denver Improv. That first weekend in January, the January 4th through January 7th. Uh, and then once again, as always, MLK weekend is mine in the city. If you in New York City, Gotham Comedy Club, January 12th and 13th. Y'all come check out your boys, Harris, Stan, and me headlining Gotham Comedy Club. Uh, and then I, I will also, uh, the following week, actually both of us, we got three weekends in a row. Harris and I are going to have fun in January. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to be at the Carlson in, uh, in Rochester, New York, um, January 18th, 19th and 20th, Rochester, New York at the Carlson comedy club. So that's three weeks in a row. You get both myself and my man, Harris Stanton doing his thing. Harris's uh, Harris's new album. Did I forget? Yo! Did I forget? Yes, I did. Harris's new album dropped uh, recently. And so you can check out, um, download his new <clears throat> his new DVD. No, no, I'm sorry. His new CD. Uh, let's see. Harris Stanton Shopping. <laughs> Harris Stanton Shopping CD iTunes. Let's see. Cause he's on iTunes and he was doing well. He was doing real well. I was I was very proud. You know, I'm proud of my boy, man. Man, go listen. Go go on iTunes and look up Harris Stanton. Uh, damn, that's a damn shame. I forgot the name. I look. I I'm actually opening up. <laughs> 
I opened it up my social media because I did repost his his album for him, you know, because that's that's my man. Gotta make sure you support your your own naive innocence. Check out Harris Stanton's Naive Innocence, uh, available on iTunes. Uh, and he was in the, I think, the top twenty <clears throat> on iTunes. So good for him. But we'll be. You got three weeks in a row. You can catch us in Rochester, New York, Denver, Colorado, New York City, or Rochester, New York. So you got options. So my 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 original point is, you go from playing small theaters to to small venues to larger venues, and then you hope that you can. Uh, maintain playing decent sized venues you don't want to you don't want to go from playing small to medium to large to excel and then have to go back to small you always want to stay in the medium and large area where people will always come out and support you and so i think when mark asked me um, or when he mentioned, he said he thought Janet was done. It's because of the nipple gate and because her 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 uh, her value to the mainstream media, right? And in, in mainstream um, America, Janet never lost her 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 value as a pop artist. You can't take that's that's a problem that we have in society is that we we look at somebody and say they can uh, they ain't what they used to be. Listen, if you drop. One classic album, you 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 locked for good. You you won, you won. You know what I mean? Spe- special Ed, Rob Bass, DJ Easy Rock doesn't have to come out with a new joint. Honestly, a lot of us might be like, man, we don't want you coming out with a new joint. I don't want to go to see Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock um, to to hear, or you know. Just, Rob Bass, because I think Easy Rock passed, God bless the dead. But I'm fine going to see Rob Bass on one of those Legends of Hip Hop tour where he sings um, It Takes Two and, and Joy and Pain. I'm good, you know. And he had like two or three other songs. Uh, baby, they're friends, maybe or foes. Ask me why, man. No one knows. Maybe jealousy between you and me. Could be the man, could be the money. <laughs> could be the money. <laughs> Joy and pain, sunshine and rain. Joy. Come on, come on, come on. Did Frankie Beverly and Maze get a cut of that song? Because that was their song. It's only right, right? It's only right. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'll be fucking. All right. So anyway, Janet is, is going to be at the Barclays this week. We, we bought tickets for this back in 2015. I want to say June or July 2015. On a whim, because I was like, eh, I don't want to pay a lot of money to see Janet, but I'll, I'll, I'll pay for like just regular seats to go see Janet Jackson. Uh, cop the seats. Then next thing you know, uh, February uh, 2016 came. I was on a cruise, got back. I was all excited. And I was like, I don't see any ads for this concert. Why'd they cancel the concert? They ain't let nobody know, right? So then I said, you know what? I was actually lazy. I was like, I'll get back to this. And, and I did. And it turns out they were like, uh, we'll be rescheduling this show. They wound up, excuse me, they wound up rescheduling it for summer 2016. And then, then they canceled it, postponed it again because, well, Janet wanted to go have a baby. Janet was having sex. Janet Jackson was having sex. I said it. That's right. I said it. Janet was, yeah, Janet got pregnant. Janet got married. Janet uh, went to the Middle East. She got that UAE got. I'm sorry. That's so, so, so wrong. So she went over and, uh, and, and you know, she and lived life. I ain't mad at that. She, uh, so they postponed, rescheduled again. First to February 2017, and then, or maybe maybe summer 2017, and then they pushed it finally to, you know, early winter, late fall, early winter 2017, November 15th. 
2017, Barclays Center. So I, I every time I have I have the Ticketmaster app on my phone. Every couple months I check to make sure it's still there. It was. And yesterday I went to look to see if I had to just print my uh, tickets or if I could just use the app. And why does it say, uh, yeah, you're, you're, this order's canceled? What? Excuse me? Pardon? Pardon? Huh? Yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, I was tight. I was real tight, B. I was real tight. I, um, I, so obviously I called Ticketmaster and long story short, they said they're working on it. Normally it takes three to five, but why does everything take three to five business days? I know that's like the standard. That's, that's irritating. Even anytime I hear somebody say it'll be three to five business days, well, it didn't take you three to five business days to put a hold on my card. You know what I mean? Like when when I go to check in a hotel, if I have to give you a credit card or debit card and uh the and and the the club, the comedy club or, or whoever the promoter is has has covered uh the the room and they're like uh for incidentals, what incidentals? Okay, I w- I might want to order food. Okay, I got you. Okay. All right. How much are y'all charging per day? We we put we some people what they've started doing now they'll put just a fifty dollar hold on it, uh for your stay but they used to do like some places would do fifty dollars a day next thing you know they just put they just locked up two hundred fifty a year dollars for no reason other than cause we can and and what are you gonna do about it? you ain't doing nothing right so Harris put me on to now um you can also just bring like a hundred dollars and just say here put that on my room problem with that is there's a chance you might forget it. I mean, realistically, are any of us bowling where we're going to forget $100? But if you're flying out early on Monday morning, it is a possibility to forget. So most of the time, people just will say, here, take the card. But it's still annoying. It's still annoying. Um, that they, that they And then when you leave, you leave on Monday and say, you say, well, when is uh going to get charged back to my car? Oh, I take three to five minutes. How are you? Taking three to five business days on my money. That's irritating, man. Anyone? Anyone? Just me? No? Nothing? Bueller? 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 Anywho. Um, so Jen is coming. I'll let y'all know. I'll, I'll be, I, will, I will be quite perturbed. I will be quite perturbed, to say the least, if somehow I cannot... Go see Janet. Because the ill part is they said, no, we, we show your money was never refunded for these tickets. Um, we show you didn't cancel it. Um, we we aren't sure what happened. How are you not sure what happened? But now, I ain't going to front. My hope is that they're like, sir, we, we totally, we dropped the ball. Uh, here's some floor seats in row minus A. That's closer than row A. Now, it could happen. Chances are it won't, but it could happen. Uh, I open this up with the epidemic of uh, sexual harassment and and, and uh, these sexual predators, um, ranging from Harvey Weinstein to Kaiser Soze. Ah, oh, say it ain't so. Kevin Spacey, no, but yep. And I'm going to let y'all in on something. I, I said because you'd heard the stories. Now, I, I get, let me preface this by saying I, uh, I like keeping the comedy family business within the comedy family. So I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say anybody's name. Y'all know the people I'm talking about. But just because comedically... These these are comedy brothers and or sisters. Um, I said to Theobald a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, once the Weinstein drama hit, I was like, ah, I know such and such better lay low because for years, female comics have said that they've masturbated in front of them and whipped it out. What's I I need I need to know what is the what's with. What's with guys saying, you know, you mind if I whip it out in front of you and masturbate? Like, cause that's, 
Cause that does I I get that people say it's a it's a power play. Um, I just I don't I don't get what anyone what joy anyone gets out of just like I don't want to whip it out in front of you if you don't want to see it. <laughs> you know I never had a sorry I've never I've never never in my life have I said hey um yeah you know what um you want to see something uh what I got a magic trick. Now you see it. Now you don't. You know, just it's never. Want me to paint you a picture? <laughs> you, you want? Yeah, I'm. Uh, guess what? I'm. Um, um, I'm an artist of sorts. I'd love to make you a painting, um, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, really? Um, do you draw with with a pen? No, not not a pen. Um, but I do have a stroke. <laughs> Hi oh, <laughs> a giddy up. Yeah, it's, that it just it just strikes me as 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 rather odd. Um, but. You know, that being said, I told Bark, I said, you know what, hopefully that person, um, if they're smart, they lay low. And then like a couple of days later, I saw they had a movie coming out that they not only started, but also wrote and directed. I was like, ah, means you're going to be making the rounds. And right now, everyone's feeling very, very brave. Everyone that, that's coming forward with in Weinstein and uh, Kevin Spacey and and numerous others are are, are feeling empowered in in and strength in numbers and coming forward. So it's just a matter of time. When sure enough, not even a week later, the allegations, not only the allegations but but the truth, because uh, this comic came forward and and said, uh, yeah, he did it and admitted. He was wrong, but still too late, too late. So now I think there'll be a, I think because he got ahead of it, he got, he got out in front of it a little more than everyone else is in denial. Everyone else from Harvey Weinstein on is saying that, um, is is saying that these allegations are false. He, he said, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did really. I, I do admit I did it and I was wrong. And so now the usually as part of the the apology tour starts with uh seeking help. Right? <laughs> it's always they seek help. I I I because I've never been in that position of power, so I don't I don't uh maybe that's it. Maybe I've never been in a position of power to understand the joy that people get out of it. Because uh, I just, I don't get it myself. Um, and it's interesting. I'm not seeing uh, a lot of people of color. Um, you know, some might say Bill Cosby, but the Cosby thing, uh, you know, is different because they're saying he, he drugged drugged these women. Um, these these are, uh, but one could argue that he um, he was in a position of power saying he'd help women with their careers as well. So I'm not saying... That that brothers uh, cannot be predators themselves, but with the majority of these allegations that are coming forward are are aimed at uh, white men in power, you know, which is 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 odd. But is it odd? Because are these is this saying something about the power structure in Hollywood and just in politics? Because they they're coming forward from every walk of life. Everybody, everybody's. Getting implicated now, son. I ain't saying nothing to nobody. You know what I mean? I wonder if, because honestly, now it has, it's created a, a dialogue where men have to start saying, you know what, maybe I shouldn't say that. You know? And if you if you were on the verge of saying something that could be deemed as harassment, then maybe that's some a problem that you have to address and face and look in the mirror and and and, and talk to yourself, have a deep conversation with yourself, with yourself, myself included. Um, I I I know I haven't said anything that that was harassment, but that doesn't mean somebody can't can't misinterpret it as such. No. And and that 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 the 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 one if it's even a problem I wouldn't say I have a problem with I would not say that there's a problem with the hashtag Me Too um, that's been going since this all began to occur or women started coming forward, but 
I don't, I hope it doesn't get lost. People's true stories don't get swept up in people um, seeking publicity, right? Because, because uh, as we all know, um, when something negative occurs, there, there are many that will step forward and do the right thing, but there's some that are going to do the wrong thing. There's some that are going to take advantage of, of the situation for their own personal gain. And this is no different. So uh, that being said, it'll be interesting to see how how this continues to uh, play out. And sure, maybe in the future we will uh, start hearing not just white males that are uh, that are being accused of the harassment, but also um, all all men, just men in positions of power uh, of varied varied hues and textures. Hmm. Well, see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Um, so yeah, that that's me. Oh, and so I also, with that being said, I also then saw my boy, uh, Chris, Chris, Keith Robinson had, uh, had retweeted, uh, something on Facebook that Bonnie McFarlane, uh, Bonnie McFarlane had, um, had posted so there was a comment I'm gonna I'm gonna do this in a short period of time um here here it is I, I'm looking at it so someone posted uh I wrote a thing I once again even though I don't know the dude he is in the comedy community I'm not necessarily a fan of his stand-up but he's in the comedy community so I'm not gonna blow up his spot I wrote a thing about the power structure of stand-up. And then the article, which was in Vulture, on Vulture.com, tear down the boys' club that protected Louis C.K. And it opens with the first sentence. At the Comedy Cellar in Greenwich Village, there's a table where the comics sit. It's where they joke, debate, goof off, and ridicule their friends. As depicted on the FX series Louis, it's the most fun place to be with the smartest, coolest comics in America. Every club has one, but the Comedy Cellar is the best club, and the table Louis C.K. sat at was the best table occupied by the likes of Chris Rock, Derry Seinfeld, Mark Marin. That table is the most important force in comedy. There are rarely women or gay men at that table. There are never trans people. Uh, I am a cisgender man. I don't even know what a cisgender man is. My wife had to explain it to me. Pardon my ignorance. Um... I, I, I know comics, right? I don't judge you. If you're funny, you're funny. And mind you, this is coming from, I don't work the cellar. I go to the cellar. They have excellent chicken, chicken kebabs, right? Um, the, the, the second, second uh, paragraph was, I am a cisgender man, thus not someone who has had to deal with sexual harassment of the sort Louis doled out to his colleagues but i am a gay man so i understand very well the kind of culture that harassment helps enforce and which is perpetuated by that culture um so here here's uh here is my problem and and it's interesting looking at the the retweets the 1400 some odd retweets and the 5500 likes and then then uh all of the people that look like one and it, and it's pretty much split down the middle. One person says, I wrote a thing about how I love you and how you articulate what needs to be said. I just wrote it here in this tweet. XOXO, which was nice. Then the person below below says, but he's lying about the seller. I'm helping on a documentary about the place and he's flat out lying. It won't. It went literal, but this week, 17% of sell, seller spots are women. 1% are gay. Do you see that as a power disparity? I see the only thing they care about is putting the funniest people on stage. Everyone is equal here from my experience. So you think women being 17% of the lineup is pure meritocracy? Does the seller have any motive not to put the funniest people up? Patriarchy. Does America have a motive to not elect the best president? Have all of the women just been deniable up to this point? Were all the African Americans before Obama just deniable? Here's... I, I... It's frustrating when everything always gets likened to, uh, it's the same struggle as black people because it, it isn't. 
It isn't. I, I, that's not to take away from the struggle that that uh, friends and or acquaintances in the LGBTQ community. Part of me, if I did not say it properly, but it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. There are similarities, but it's not the same. Always liking, always using the uh, the uh, cab ride as as a prime example. If you're a gay white male standing in Times Square, a cab is going to stop for you before it stops for me because they can see I'm black. They can't see you're gay. They might not be able to see you're transgender. They might not be able to see, uh, you know, anything that's beyond the surface of of what you, uh, what you look like. So they're they're not the same uh, same struggles. They're, now that's not to say my struggle is worse than your struggle, or your struggle is is less uh, of a struggle than mine. But this is what I mean as far as uh, the the problems uh, the the problems then becoming um, uh, politicized for others personal gain now that's not to say this particular comic does not have a valid point but it comes off as sour grapes because your 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 first sentence opened up um talking about the seller and then later on in the article um or i'm sorry late later on in some of the um comments that i i read he, this particular comic was saying that uh, that table is a, is a is a metaphor for the industry. I'm a comic that s- sat at that table many times. Don't work the club, but I sat I sat there. A because friends of mine sit there. B because I'm a comic. C because I'm funny. Um, and the article by by attacking. The club itself, and not, not, and not specifying that uh, in the article that this is a that the tables are metaphor, but then um, commenting in in tweets that it's a metaphor. It's a problem. Um, you know, female comic writes this is not true and kind of disgusting to use this time to highlight your own inferiority with a specific club. Now. That's that's her right to um, to attack who she thinks is uh, I guess an inferior comedian, um, and it's that comedian's right to uh, to attack her if you know if if she's if she's slinging dirt he can sling dirt too, but I think I think uh, I think there is a, a a power structure there is a good old boys club not just in Hollywood but just in the world, especially in the, in America. Um, and I don't think that the way he articulated it in his well, well written, although, uh, skewed article, I think, uh, the article was meant to, um, to, to the off-putting and, and, uh, and attack the comedy seller, um, unfairly. That's what I'll say. Y'all could y'all could go on uh, vulture.com. Y'all probably if y'all are comics, y'all have heard about, you know, this. And and I'm curious to see what y'all think. You know, let me know in your comments what what you think of uh all the drama that's been going on with the um with these predators and sexual harassment and and such. Um there's been enough time. I've been yapping. Time to tap out. It's your man, Dean Edwards. Uh, follow me on all things uh, social media at I am Dean Edwards because that's who I am. Make sure you tell a friend, subscribe, like. Make sure you comment on iTunes and SoundCloud. SoundCloud! Shout out to... Uh, 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 I just... Did I just... Yo. I'm getting old. <laughs> I really did that brain freeze. Shout out to you all. For listening and, and, and checking it rocking with me. I'll scream at y'all soon. All loves for the monkey protocol, your man Dean Edwards. Y'all be cool, y'all be safe. Uh, and I'll let y'all know. Well, A, I'll let y'all know if I get into Janet Jackson. <laughs> 
that the situation should be resolved, better get resolved today because the concert is tomorrow. We're going to have a serious problem if it's not, man. That's right. I said it. Um, but yeah, I'll keep y'all posted and let y'all know how, how uh, that turns out because uh, I am excited. I've never saw, I saw, I saw Michael. I've seen him twice live. I can't remember the second time. I'm supposed to go to the victory tour with Darren, Darren in the front. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll let y'all know. I'm, I'm looking forward to Jared Jackson. Uh, I've seen, seen some great reviews. And hey, absence makes the heart grow fonder, so it's good. You know, it was good that she went went away uh, for a little bit, lived life, and now she's she's back. Back to form and playing in, in where she should have. I actually, I ain't gonna front. I don't want to see Janet Jackson in Radio City. That's she's musical royalty. She she should always uh, play. If, if Madonna should always play large venues, Janet Jackson should always play large venues. Y'all can it can be a racial thing. Y'all call it what you want, but um, Janet should not have uh, that whole Nipplegate controversy should not have ended her her. Uh, run um, or, or the, the success that she's had over the last 30 some odd years that's, that's, that's control that's rhythm nation that's, that's velvet rope come on son yo Janet is dope son still is looking forward to it alright y'all all love your man Dean Edwards two fingers I'll scream at y'all peace